Like the Damn, I crank that shit. And the best is a felony. Believe it, you better get away. Better hit the bulls out and get no play. If it was a problem, I was strong and check out the Yo. I'm a DJ from We're getting down right now, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, love it or hate it, you better gain weight. Classic. It's a classic. I don't care who you are, what part of the country you're from, what generation you're from. Vanilla Ice put a song out there that just went nuts for about five years. One song. One song. It's all he's known for. That's, and it doesn't matter. I'll take the um, other songs he made. <laughs> I think he. Uh, Play that funky music, White Boy, or something like that. Yeah, there is a couple. No, man, but welcome to the Daily Attic Podcast. Thank you. It's your boy, Tim, and your boy, Dave. Hey. What happened to the... You you started something a little while ago where you're like, you were doing something like... You got to change it up, man. It's almost the start of a new year. It is. I know Christmas is coming up, man. It is. Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. Yes. Remember to... Um, Dude, I saw there was a... One of the department stores around here had a ugly sweater. Yeah. Had Santa on it. And in front of it, it said, uh, let it snow. Yeah. And then he had three rails of cocaine on the table in front of Santa. Wow. They took it off the shelf, though, before oh. I could buy it. Like it was like Myers or JC Penney's or some kind of common department That's store crazy man. the buyer for that order got canned <laughs> he was probably like man it's the coolest sweater Could man you imagine you're walking through the myers and your kid's like dad i want that shirt i think all right you'll be only if i can get one too <laughs> we'll wear it together no, that's, that's, it just looks like snow man it's just snow on the table yeah, whatever yeah with the razor blade next away, to it i mean away, you get away with that yeah yeah it is it it is Christmas time, and um, some traditions we might have that we do uh, around that time. We meet up with family. We exchange gifts. You know, we eat good. We enjoy it. Uh, here in Michigan, we get a lot of snow. Eh, I don't know. Maybe not so much around Christmas, but 
We're gonna we're gonna Walmart. Look at that shirt. Walmart. Columbia threatens to sue Walmart for linking the country to cocaine for a Christmas. Oh yeah. That's a badass shirt. Let it snow. And it's got yeah. Santa's sitting on the couch with three lines in front of him. Badass shirt. Dude, that is a badass sweater. Not only not only is it ugly, but it's appropriate. Not only am I saying if if you would have bought like thirty of those, yeah, you could probably put them on eBay for a couple hundred bucks a piece. I wouldn't even do that. I would give them away. I'd give them away to our listeners. Oh, they're they're the best seller on Amazon too, man. Are they? Yeah. Man, somebody thought of that shit. Think about that. Let's have Santa snorting coke. On the front of a sweater. It's the number one bestseller in the women's novelty sweatshirts and number two in men's novelty sweatshirts. That's Holds the number 86 spot in clothing and shoes, jewelry on Amazon. Top 100. Does this mean that cocaine's starting to catch up to marijuana? I think so. Is that what this means? I'm seeing a trend here. I mean, you know, we can all hope. So I'm going to ask all of our viewers to say a prayer and let's get it going. Let's get it going. Start knitting that shit. I mean, that'd be a badass Christmas. They're just opening a gift and just a kilo of cocaine just powdered up right there with like a straw that pops out of the box. It just <laughs> Instead of like the butterflies that fly out of the yep. stuff and everything, you just have a straw that's spring-loaded. Yeah. Not a plastic straw, though. It'd be made out of hemp. <laughs> Dude, you got a winning combination. And One, the box be made out of hemp. That's a winning combination. That sounds like a good one. We just, somebody do that for us. Yeah. I'll pick it up. <laughs> you just give your address. You don't even care. I'll just go wherever and pick it up, man. I mean. You drive to pick it up somewhere. Yeah. All right. I just don't want that fentanyl shit, though. No, that's the thing you got to be scared of, man. I know. I wish we there. I wish they had a test kit. You can that's just drop why, a little bit on there. That's and, why you're better just getting the leaves instead no, of the coat. You know what's even better is you bring somebody you don't like with you and you make them test it. Yeah, you can do that too. And then you know. Yeah. Then you're killing two birds with one stone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But if it's not lace, then you got to sit with that dude in the car ride the whole way home on cocaine. I don't know, man. That's creative, man. You're always... You're always so efficient with everything. I mean, cocaine makes you creative. It does. Um, so does cannabis. I think every drug has its special creative side effects. I think cannabis um, makes you so creative that you can play baseball when you smoke it. Is that true? Apparently. God damn. We're going, going to that story our, first. Going to our first story. Fox Hell News. Yeah. Fox News, the most reliable news source out there. <laughs> you know. But we got to use them from time to time. So Major League Baseball. Marijuana will no longer be considered a banned substance. Damn. I had so, just sitting in the ice tub with fucking blunt. Just smoking a blunt the in the ice tub. Hell yeah, dude. I mean... You're just chilling now. You're just chilling. You're like <laughs> nobody's gonna play ball. They're gonna be sitting there just the play. The players are gonna be calling the peanut guy over. Hey, <laughs> over here, dog. Dugout. 
Those games dugout. are gonna be so loud, so long now, man. Ballpark in the dugout, foot long. Damn, you guys got Cheetos. <laughs> Major League Baseball and its players' union announced Thursday that marijuana will be removed from its list of banned substances, and the players will be tested for major opioids, cocaine, and other drugs in a new treatment-based approach to drug use. I love that. I love it, too. It's a step in the right direction. It is. Marijuana will be treated the same as alcohol, the agreement said, and the suspension for it for use will be dropped from minor league drug program, the minor league drug program. Players will not be subjected to discipline for testing positive for marijuana or opioids alone, but rather for conduct while under the influence. So this is the minor leagues, though. Major League Baseball said it's union negotiated this for the minor leagues if you read in the second oh so it's probably going to be like their little test see how it works They're for probably, the minor yeah, league and then yeah makes and sense that's what it's going to be yeah major league baseball marijuana will be considered and that but it doesn't that's the that's the beauty of major league of major media everybody Mis- misleads you a little bit i read that headline and you would think that you know you could smoke blunts on the detroit tigers bench while while your team's out there, you know, but you can't. Maybe that's a little extreme. But you could smoke weed and not worry about getting tested for it, for it. But it's only in the minor leagues, not in the majors. But like um, like Dave pointed out, it's probably um, coming to the majors. So in agreeing to these modifications to the program, the MLB and the MLBPA continue to favor a treatment-based approach to the drug to drugs of abuse. That's fucking spectacular. With a particular emphasis on protecting players from lethal and addictive substances and providing effective and confidential care and support when the players need it. You know what? Now that all this fentanyl is hitting like the upper-class people, it seems like everybody's like, oh, now we got to do something. Yeah, but when it was hitting the four, the poor ghettos and the hoods and shit, yeah, it was just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. It is, it is. So it should have been your. It should have been done a long time ago. Right. Well, this is, and this is the thing. You know, they're gonna do that with with the athletes. You know, they're gonna they're gonna go to a treatment based program for the athletes. The athlete go there, say, I'm hooked on coke. I'm hooked on meth. I'm hooked on this and that. But your regular user that's out there, oh, shit. if they're doing that shit and they get caught with it, they go to jail. They go to jail. They get caught with you know one one thing of heroin, one thing you know one gram of heroin, two grams of. Remember, over fifty percent, damn near seventy percent of all arrests are for a gram or less. Yes. So, maybe with all the money that the MLB makes, they should. Put a little fund aside for the general public for rehabs and that you would know. be that would be a good idea. Yeah. I'm I'm glad these players have an access to treatment, guys. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on just because they're And you know what? A lot of employers do though too. Yeah. I said employers. Employers. I mean a lot of them will, will put you in treatment before they fire you. They will. But they will. You some of them just you're done. You're done. You're but. done. Well, I think I don't think you're done here. I think it was you used to get a suspension, right? And now you're you don't get suspended, so you probably still got to like talk to somebody. So you can still play high or not? 
That's the next question. Just because you're testing high doesn't mean you're playing high. These guys probably will be getting high off hours. Some athletes get high and perform good, man. I used to play See, basketball with with a guy, Pee Wee. He passed away now, sadly. But he would smoke a blunt and shoot your lights out, man. It's the thing that pisses me off. Yeah. Like, if somebody gets in an accident and they have THC in their blood, the new story will say marijuana contributed to the death yeah. in the accident. Right. But it doesn't say if he was high that day or if it was three weeks ago. Because there's no way to tell. Exactly. So why even put that on there, man? I know. Because it's a, that's the way they report things, man. It's a, they got an agenda. They want people to click and read it. They would rather have... It's it, Hey, it's just like it's just like any other business, man. You could sell one hamburger for $100, or you could try to sell 100 burgers for $100. It's all about volume. That's what news is now. They just want the volume. They want the clicks. They don't care about telling you the truth. They don't care about being biased. They want you to click on the article. That's it. They want you to, they want that fucking traffic, especially these major ones, these major, there's only like three major news outlets still. We are, I consider us a news outlet, even though we're using our top three. We were, we, well, we are top three. Do like, so they should listen to us instead of Fox news. They should. Fuck all that politics shit, man. Right. Yeah, the politics is horrible, man. It is, and the bad thing about it is people are so... They won't open their mind, man. It's like, all right, I'm Democrat, so this is the right way, Democrat. This, and I'm Republican, so I can't agree with nothing that this party does, even though it might right. be the right thing to do. Exactly. It makes sense, but just because they came up... It's stupid, man. You know the best... The bet they can make a couple set of rules to make it a lot easier for our government. Get rid of all the parties. That's a very that was be a, that would be a good one. Lobbyist parties and all that, but kind yeah. of you kind of need some of that stuff. Sometimes lobbyists are for a good cause. Like if we got a lobbyist to fight the drug war, that would be a good cause. We're I have this idea. What the president and vice president has to be two separate parties. I like that. That used to be the way it was. Was it? I believe back before the 1900s, there wasn't a vice president. There was a president. The vice president was the loser. The vice president wasn't a tag along with the president. It would be like the president. And then if you were in second place, you were like the vice president. That'd be nice. So you could be another party. I believe. I might be totally wrong on this. If you are, but it makes sense, though, man. It, it does. sounds good. I think it used to be that way. I think some asshole changed it. Some I think I was like, I should be able to pick my vice president. You know what? Fuck you. You don't get to pick shit. You're lucky to be there. Yeah, I think if it's that way, man, then, you know, there's two views, two powerful views. You know, it's not just a Republican view coming down for a vote or just a Democrat coming down you know yeah it's more fair well, i think there's more parties back then too i don't think there were just yeah there there was stupid fucking parties there was all different kinds man there was a green party there was a socialist there you know was, how many people if, you, if you're listening to us and and you're pissed off because we're talking about politics i'm sorry we never talk about politics no but we're, we're really not though no we're not we're just saying it's fucked up 
And they should, everybody should understand that. You can't disagree with that. You're not a rational human being if you say the political fucking spectrum in this country is not fucked up. It is. Ugh. Ugh. Well, there's, one, there's two things they could do to make things better. Let me get back to my point. The first thing they can do, when they pass a law, it has to expire every fucking time. If they want to pass a new fucking law, it's got to have like a two or three year expiration date on it to see if that shit didn't work. We ain't fucking re- we ain't, we ain't gonna enforce that stupid ass shit. That's a good idea. They got fifty thousand fucking laws. Once they pass a law, that's some bullshit. Well, like what if, if, if think about if I lived that way. If I if I told my kids when they're small, you know, like hey, you can never go outside when I'm not here, and that that had to be the rule for the rest of their life. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how it is. It's fucking fucked up, dude. It's don't make any sense. It doesn't make it's not fucking logical. That's how we got caught in this fucking drug war. You got one you know, stupid asshole that passed some fucking laws and he got fucking impeached and resigned. So his law should resign with him because he's a piece of shit. You know, in Michigan, it's illegal for your wife to cut her hair without your permission. I know, dude. That's why you can still press charges. I did already. Is that why she's yeah, in jail? Hell yeah. I thought it was for drinking or something. Nope. I said, I don't want that. I don't want a bob haircut. No. Right. You're straight. Yeah. It was straight. It used to be curly. I was like, no, make it straight. That's how it should be. <laughs> uh, Makes sense. She, my wife don't listen to this podcast. I can say whatever. but Oh, you think? I think. You think she's be. probably up streaming <laughs> that shit right now. And I'll be able to tell just by the look. I <laughs> as soon as you walk up yeah, there. Yeah, the conversation don't even have to happen. Anyway, getting back to the major leagues. Talks about opioid testing began following the death of L.A. Uh, Angels uh, pitcher Tyler Skaggs. Who was found dead in his hotel room in Dallas in July. The autopsy showed oxycodone, fentanyl, and alcohol. See, Cocktail cocktail and i bet you that it was probably a pressed oxycodone pill with fentanyl in it yep. see they can't decipher that odds are it was that because he don't want to die i mean he's not trying to do that no and you just don't mix that shit with alcohol either man oh man that's a bad move union head tony clark said it was difficult to gauge how many players were using opioids Players from our side of the equation recognize there's an opportunity to take a leadership role in this discussion. And players aren't immune to issues that affect all of us. And that's true. You think about when you're an athlete, there's so much pressure on you to perform and all that stuff. I mean, I'm not saying, well, you know, I'm, I'm shedding tears for athletes because, you know, they have benefits, too. But uh, sometimes we look at them as fans. And we don't understand that. They're people. They're people. And at any given moment, the team could say, we don't want you no more and ship you off or drop you or do whatever because you had a bad night or made a mistake or maybe you texted something stupid. You know, Or you break your foot and you're done. Yeah. Shit like that. Choking a chitlin. Done. Done. We applaud the efforts of the MLB to prioritize treatment over the punishment. This agreement is an example of how we can work together to save the loved ones from an overdose. So, overall, good story. I thought that was a great story, actually. It's a good start, man. I think so. 
I mean, just think about it like five more years max. It'll be legal federally. If they don't do that soon. I just seen the news too. There is one one credit card company that is accepting marijuana purchases. That's smart as fuck. There's only one right now. That's smart as it's fuck. Called the the weed card or some shit. Yeah. You get a real credit card, yeah. real debit card. Yeah. The first ones, man. It should be good for snacks too though. Like snacks Harrison or No, yeah, like snacks, you know. You should be able to get a limited amount. Well, you can cuz it's a regular it's a regular debit card. But it accepts weed too. You can buy You can buy weed with it, yeah. The problem is that most dispensaries don't like to they don't they want to deal strictly with cash. They don't want to fuck with anything. Right, because most credit cards they get denied. Exactly, because of the federal thing, but still, you know, they but I think I think I think they'd rather deal in cash is what I'm saying. I know, but a lot of people don't use cash. I know. You're missing out on themselves. No, I know. Yeah, you are missing out on some. But people, if they want weed bad enough, they'll go get money. Put an ATM machine in your... Right, but what about the week you don't have money, you got the credit card, like shit. What do you think about businesses that do that too? They're too cheap to accept credit cards so they put an atm in their business so you can- <laughs> i think that's fucked up man <laughs> charge you six dollars to shop here right yeah or three dollars or whatever yeah, it's usually only like if you used paypal or something i mean it's like two percent that yeah have to pay. it's not that much well the, they do it because they're protecting their tips because if people pay with all plastic no they're doing it because they want to shit on the customers i mean why wouldn't you want to save your customers money yeah true I would never shop an establishment that wouldn't take my debit card. Right. Because that's what I use. I don't carry cash anymore. Yeah. Good debate on that. Me, I I like cash, so it don't matter to me. But I I just think when I see that, I was like, that's kind of shitty. I just like cash when I'm stripping. That's kind of shitty. I mean. I mean, you can't slide a credit card. You can. In my belt. No. No. But you can get one of those little things you plug right into your cell phone, dude. You strip with your cell phone. That's a good Take idea. Payment. That's a good idea. Take payment. But I don't want to pay that fee, though, so I'd probably put a, just put an ATM machine at the strip club. <laughs> Cash only. $10. $10 fee. Charge. Yep. Next story. M Live. Detroit Police Drug Unit investigated for stealing money from dealers and planting drugs. Damn. Damn. Makes you wonder. Makes you wonder. Ooh. Detroit, Michigan. This one's close to home. I'm going to tweet this one out there, I think. You should. You should. That is just something else, isn't it? Oh, wait. I got to. Just makes you wonder how how many people are sitting in prison in jail right now because stupid shit like this. Right. Yeah, because it's some crooked ass. I mean, how many of them people are in jail that say, no, man, I'm innocent, I'm innocent, but they really are. They really are. Name a percentage, come on, let's have a poll. 13. 13%? Mm -hmm. You're saying that because... Are innocent. Because it's the 13th and... I don't know why, I just said 13. I was going to say 31, but I'm dyslexic. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway... 
An investigation into the Detroit Police Department's narcotics unit has found a half dozen instances of officers allegedly stealing money from drug dealers and two in which drugs were planted on suspects. According to the Associated Press, the narcotics unit was raided August 22nd and files going back a decade were seized along with computers. Members of the unit with five or more years of experience were reassigned and the investigation has found that some officers stole from drug dealers, planted drugs on suspects, and lied to prosecutors to get search warrants. As former narcotic officer was indicted the day of the narcotics unit raid on, and on federal charges related to bribes received from a drug dealer. Former narcotics officer so, was indicted the day of... Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Um, so, you know you had dirty cops in this department. Yeah. And you're just going to reassign them? Yeah. You don't think they're going to do that shit again? Yeah. Some of the comments down here. Yeah, I agree with you, dude. I agree with you 100%. Only in Detroit, dude. Yeah, I know. Like, they fucked this shit up. It's like, nah, go go run traffic for now. Well, we're going to look into this. NWA said it best, said Cheese Whiz. <laughs> Cheese Whiz. James Jones. Long-term issue. This has been going on for decades. And uh, Kumquat says, uh, <laughs> this stuff is very much real life, and these guys aren't the only ones. Every comment on here, cops and robbers. It's Detroit. It's the culture. doesn't matter who you are, what you do. You get sucked into it, said Try. Reminds me of the East Coast around Jersey, New York City, etc. Every honest, <laughs> Every honest person is having stuff. Out of people's trunks, selling stuff out of people's trunks. Uh, out of their what? <laughs> I don't know what they're doing, dude. <laughs> My mouth got super dry. It just sounds like when you're going deeper in that comment, your accent kept changing as you're getting deeper and deeper. Needless to say, there's some comments out there. People are feel strongly about this. This is fucked up, dude. Oh, because we hold them at a higher standard, man, and they should. Any they they need to do like they did in Houston. The 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 attorney, uh, the district attorney there needs to grow a set of fucking balls, or if it's a woman, grow fucking some balls, and like a frog, like a frog, and then go back to all those guys' cases and investigate and expunge the innocent people. These fucking pieces of shit need to, they need to go to prison. They need to serve twenty years with a dick tattoo on their cheek. Damn, and I got a good idea too. So if you're sending twenty cops to the pen, you take twenty inmates out and you make them cops. Ooh. Man. Mm-hmm. Think about that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then what? Then we don't have to worry about people getting arrested for drugs exactly because they already know they already know yeah no man we need to do something with these guys you're right why reassign them in the d in the d man sad 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 oh just well. another just an just another reason the drug was a failure complete and utter failure or very successful by design right yeah we don't know yet do we 
We but, know we know there's a lot of jobs that count on it. So there is a lot that depends on the drug war. Yes. I wish we had a number on that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to have somebody on. Or we'll have to look it up. We can Google that shit. Let's call a friend and ask. Let's do we get it? Who do you want to call? I don't know. Call somebody. <laughs> I don't know anybody that would know that, but I can Google it right here on my phone. What would it be? Cost of money spent? I don't know, man. It'd have to be like a more than just a Google. You have to compile yeah. a whole bunch of numbers, probably. Probably. And, well, you'd have to decipher the lies that you got. Right, and it's kind of like math is not in our our real. Uh, it is strong. Suit. It is. Well, I got a, I have a calculator now, right here. Right. That's I know how to use it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to use my. My brain power. Recreational marijuana rollout in Michigan. Since we're talking about Michigan, Detroit, something different. Recreational's in Michigan now, in case everybody didn't know out there. Guess what? We legal. We legal. As of December 1st, it's a Merry Christmas here in Michigan. You can now go to a dispensary if you're 21 and over and purchase legal cannabis. That was medical. That was <laughs> they transferred it over just from medical to. Uh, hey, they had to do what they had to do. Right. You would think. You would think. I'm just being cynical because I'm good at it. But you would think that if you already had people growing marijuana in Michigan, that you could open up dispensaries and keep them supplied. But if you had nobody growing marijuana yet in Michigan, if you had no recreational licenses growing marijuana yet in Michigan, then how the hell are you going to sell it first? Let me ask you this. Why wouldn't they just, now that it's legal, why do they even need a medical side of it? For a couple different reasons. Shoot Tell me. The first reason is there's there is a lot of patients in Michigan. I understand there's that. a lot, and some of them might not be 21, because recreational is only for 21 and over. Right. Okay. But not only that, um, that's between the doctor and the patient and all that, and and I I would assume eventually, like in Colorado, your rec strains won't be as strong, but. Right oh. now, right now, it's the same weed. Right, that's what I was wondering. They like, just it makes poured no it. Sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. That's what. That's what's so beautiful about this article because it's just as cynical as I am. But even though it's a success and they're selling a lot of recreational, and, well, maybe and we should read it. Michigan's got a state. Michigan's a staple in the cannabis industry right now. You know, we're we're awesome because of these laws. So I'm only going to shit on them a little bit because I'm biased. But biased or biased. I'm biased. Biased. What's that mean? E-D. Biased. I'm biased. Either way, recreational marijuana rollout in Michigan could be a national model for how not to do it. Nice. We got another. Industry insider says, and this is a recent article, so Merry Christmas, Michigan. Michigan's rollout of adult-use recreational marijuana this month was not well thought out and likely will further exep, uh, exep, what is that word? exacerbate. Thank ex, you. Ex, 
Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like An that. ongoing shortage of legal marijuana product. The executive director of the group nearing 200 licensed medical marijuana businesses said Friday during an interview on WKAR's Off the Record Friday morning, Michigan Cannabis Industry Association Executive Director Robin Snyder, Snyder said the marijuana regulatory agency's decision to move up retail recreational sales from spring 2020 to December 1st was an unwelcome surprise for many in the industry. Unfortunately, I think Michigan is going to become a national-wide model of how not to roll out an adult-use program, Mm. she said on the show. So the state licensing agency had previously planned to require product destined for recreational market to be grown from scratch, meaning it would take at least one grow cycle until March or April before harvested marijuana can be sold at retail locations. That changed when the MRA issued a rule making it possible for businesses that already have marijuana product grown or acquired under its medical license to transfer it to the recreational side beginning December 1st. So that goes right back to what you were saying. You had this whole medical industry and you just let all those guys, you let you, you know, you, you allowed them to have a recreational license. Now they're the only ones that can have it. And they can port their marijuana over to it. So they'll be the first ones. It's like going to Rite Aid and saying, all right, I want that Vicodin, but you can say it's Tylenol. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Something similar to that. Yeah. Maybe not as. Well, there's not going to be a difference. And there's, and there's really not. This, this kind of expands a little further into cannabis, too, because there's really not a, little, a lot of difference between medical cannabis and hemp. Like right now, it's legal to grow hemp, and everybody's growing it for CBD. But really, high CBD marijuana is hemp, basically, because that is is medicine, and it's what it's CBD is the uh, cannabinoid that actually has the healing properties and the anti anxiety properties and stuff like that. But you can grow it side by side with marijuana, and you can sell them both in a dispensary. But I can sell hemp with a hemp license that's the same medicine without going through all that bullshit. Right. Because you know what I mean? So high quality hemp is actually a strain of cannabis that is that they're selling in, dis, in dispensaries. But who's this? And someone made a very good point about this. If I own a dispensary. I got to get all my shit tested. I got to have all my shit approved and taxed before I can sell you my flower. If it's a high CBD flower, it's still medical because I had to do all that. But a guy that just grows hemp that cures it, trims it and cures it just like marijuana and has smokable hemp that's high CBD, it's the same thing. But he don't need to have it all tested and everything and regulated and taxed. He can just sell it to you. Regardless how old you are and who you are. Fuck. So Michigan fumbles the ball all over the place. I mean, we do have the Lions, so. I know. And that's what it is, too. Every Sunday, they get let down. They overeat. They drink too much alcohol. And they make bad rules. On Monday, they make all the rules on Mondays. (laughs) Figures. Thanks, Patricia. Thanks. But on the flip side... 
this article is pretty spot on, in my opinion. They've done this. They fumbled this law all the way through from beginning to end. So this is their rebuke, I think. We have such a shortage of product right now. Or maybe this is the uh, someone else. But Schneider said due to the initial roadblocks and improving grow licenses and ongoing bottlenecks in the testing process, the state is 10 times behind where it needs to be for the production to fulfill the needs of the market. That could become an even bigger problem soon, especially for the medical marijuana patients. We have such a shortage of product right now. Our state is already at risk of running out of cannabis completely due to the early rec sales. We might be sending patients back to the illicit market before this is over. You know what? Ask me what. What? Doesn't it seem like every state that did this runs with the same issue? Running out of supply? Yeah. Can't other states learn from other states? Or no. it's just like, ah, we're going to do the same thing. No. Not unless you're Oregon because you only got like 50 people that live there. Like Oregon? Yeah. Remember we covered that story? I do. They had too much weed up there. They had like 100,000 people and like 90,000 pounds of weed. Yeah, they should allow. I love you, Oregon. Some of that here. Yeah. They should. Or there. Or Yeah. It should or, go across state lines. Or once it's federally legal, maybe they'll be able to. Maybe there won't be no bottlenecks in the industry. And if that ever goes federally legal, you know, the southern states are just going to be fucking banking. Yeah. They're going to they're be. be. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. You ain't going to be able to buy any corn or anything anymore. It's going to be. No. All the fields are going to be fucking hemp and weed. No, it's going to be hemp powder. Damn. Yeah. Hemp powder is good. I guess. I don't know. Protein powder. Hemp protein powder. Anyways. Uh, we have such a uh, shortage of product, and had the state stuck to its original schedule, the industry would have been better prepared for the demand and likely would have bought, brought in more than $1.6 million in sales. Uh, brought in more than the $1.6 million in sales in the first week. You should have, we should have done much better than that. That's not anything that would give us bragging rights. It was not rational. was not well thought out. Was not well prepared. Ha. Huh. Wow. It's easy to sit back and criticize. I do it. State budget officials are projecting recreational marijuana will become a $1.5 billion a year industry by 2021. Wow. The $1.63 million in sales that came along the first week translates to $270,000 in tax and revenue between December 1st, December 7th, including a 10% excise and 6% sales tax since recreational sales became legal heavy demand has led many marijuana shoppers around the state to institute purchase limits and one shop ran out of product after serving 750 customers in two days so in seven days they made 1.6 million dollars yes Fuck, that's a lot of weed. and it's only like four dispensaries right now right damn White River Wellness, Lit Provisioning Centers in Everett, our, our boy over at Elite Chad, that's qualified. The Barn, that's qualified. There's a lot of pre-qualified ones out there. Yeah. Our friends down at Elite down in Detroit. Ann Arbor, 
Sky Mint, Choice Labs. Yeah, man. There's a lot of them out there. There's some way up in Marquette. Amazing. Amazing. Good job, Michigan, for fumbling that shit up. You know, they they could always just, if, if there's a void and they need some weed, can't they go into the supply, the evidence lockers and be like, all right, here's... Here's the weed we raided last year from the medical grower. They're too busy planting that on people. That's true in Detroit, yeah. Good point. <laughs> on to the next story from Charlotte Alerts. Newsmaven, newsmaven.io. California drug bus, $990,000 worth of marijuana. This is the marijuana episode, man. Yeah, it is. We, we need to rename this the marijuana story hour <laughs> 45 minutes all right on with the story sorry guys uh dollars worth of marijuana hidden in furniture must have been some heavy ass furniture and why didn't they just call it one million man that's so stupid man it's like hey man remember when i borrowed that dollar 95 cents from you here, I have it exactly, $1.95. <laughs> back to you. Or here's two. Can I have my nickel back? Can I have my nickel back? So nearly $1 million of marijuana was uh, hidden in the furniture at a California cargo facility. Customs and Border Protection uh, officers assigned uh, to it seized over 2,400 pounds of marijuana, and it came in a shipment of wood furniture. On December 10th, the 25-year-old uh, male Mexican citizen entered the port at the entry driving a white bobtail truck with cargo manifesto as wooden furniture. An officer referred to the, uh, to the truck for further inspection. The officer utilizing the port's imaging system detected anomalies concealed within the contents of the bobtail truck. And when it arrived at the dock, the canine team screened the commodity, alerted everyone to the shipment that wooden furniture was really marijuana meanwhile the 300,000 tons of fentanyl is coming in the other lane yeah <laughs> yeah the they're par- worried about some weed yes no no they're worried about mexican weed on top of it i know shit it ain't shit i know it's all bricked up like that it looks like bales of soil yeah are they still that's what i don't get man Still wasting With their money on this shit. Thirty-four states. How many states is it? Driving me, driving me nuts here. How many states? I don't know, man. It just seems. Guess now, because last time I think it was thirty-one. We checked. It was thirty-one or thirty-four. And that's weird, man. Like ten years ago, this would be like a huge story. Like, holy shit, almost a million dollars worth of weed. Now it's like, eh, that ain't shit. Okay, so. Because Mike Tyson smokes that in a weekend. There's still some states out there where it's fully illegal. Man. Alaska, or no, I'm sorry, Alabama. No wonder this whole high-strung Mi- over Mi- there. Mississippi, Nebraska, North Carolina. Damn. South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee. 
All the states where you grow it pretty good. Oh, Wisconsin, Wyoming, Wisconsin. Some people, some places, fully legal. Maine. Damn. Um, Illinois just passed that. Illinois recreational now. California, Colorado, you knew about those. District of Columbia. It's it's illegal as fuck in Idaho. You know, you would think that let's say there was two states next to like let's let's use Detroit or Detroit, Michigan and, and Ohio, for example. Let's say both both of them states are hundred percent legal. Yeah. There shouldn't be any problem transporting between those two states. None. They whatsoever. should be able to make some kind of laws that you know, if as long as you're not going if the, as long as there's not a third state in between that's illegal, if those states are connected, man, right? You should be able to get a government fucking approval to. There should be a way you should you know, be able to fast track. The, some, there should be a system in place that the authorities can check to make sure that you have that you are a legal carrier, right? Of hemp too. Yeah, they need to get their shit together. Get this marijuana shit right, people. First of all, start calling it cannabis. Why? Because that's that's the right name. They got me calling it pot too, man. Well, what's what's the difference though? I like cannabis because it describes the plant that it is scientifically. Well, I mean, I like the word human, but everybody calls us people. True. What's the difference? It's the same thing. Yeah, but marijuana was derived in like um, Spanish like that to make you think that it it came like from Mexico and made you crazy and made Mexicans crazy and shit like that. It was supposed to be like a derogatory name. You know what I mean? It's like it's like a name that was given to scare us from using it in a way. Am I making that up? <laughs> I don't know. But I just don't see when people get offended like, "No, it's not marijuana, it's cannabis." It's the same fucking thing, man. Just because now we're trying to make it legal, we have to change the name. No, I call it weed or whatever too. Yeah. I call it I call it different things, but I pre- just I pref- don't call it dope. I, pref- I mean, that's the only thing that I would rec- I would be against people calling call it, it, man. People call it dope all the yeah, time. Fucking doped up. They do. Fucking dope head. Man. Maybe the maybe the Mexicans came up with marijuana. Maybe they came up with that name. And Could I, be. And I'd be okay with that. Could be, man. What do you guys think? Could be. It doesn't really matter. I'm not going to turn it down if you call it if you call it marijuana or dope or I dope. I smoke, smoke this dope. Hell yeah, smoke that dope. Hey, thanks for joining everybody. Smoke nothing. Who do you think you fucking with? I'm an 
old school smoker, connoisseur of the dozer. Know what'll keep you up all night and what'll put you in a coma. And if you got that strong shit, gon' bring it over. Cause these days I'm getting fucked up. The night is never over and I'm feeling like a monster. This ain't late October, but I'm coming up on my 31st. Goddamn, I'm getting older and it's time to make a change. Something within my range. Small steps lead to big.